What is going on? You are listening and watching Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. This is episode 354, and I am your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you? Yeah, how you doing? Sorry. How the hell are you doing? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. Just having my cocktail right now. A cocktail. And, yes. And getting ready for the show. Getting these titties all shut up. All, all ready. Placed. I mean, <laughs> my God. They are out and about. Spring has sprung. Oh, One of our listeners it. is saluting you. Hey. Or I should say not you, the tatas. That's and, okay. Yeah. We've got a fun show, and a little bit later, we are welcoming Abby of the podcast Sweet Baby Gay. I've been listening to it. I was a guest on her show. So much fun, and we are bringing her into the mix. It's going to be a party Wednesday night. Happy Hump Day. We are live on Tags Live. Um, you know, how you doing, Cody? Because I got my taxes done, so it really is a party. <laughs> Took me a minute. Yeah, good for you. Congratulations. Turbo, turbo taxed it in. I turbo taxed oh. Yeah, now I'm ready for a turbo dick. But yeah, <laughs> I need that. That is celebratory right there. Getting your taxes done is a cause for celebration. It really is. It's just this huge it's been on like the back burner and slowly moving its way forward and as many of you guys know when you work for yourself it's like uh but we got it done and it's a party it's wednesday night the other good thing is i don't know if you guys listened to it but you need to check out this past tuesday's episode that dropped episode 353 we had dr joshua gonzalez on the show who by the way cody he's a Mm -hmm. urologist Love it. He's he's calls himself the Dick Doc. So right there, we love him. Needs it. Yes. <laughs> love it. He's really sexy, hot, great advice. I got so much great advice um, on that show. You got to listen to it. He wants to come on our live video tags live show soon. So can't wait. I'm so excited. I have so many questions for him. Yes. So many questions. Um, you're going to learn a lot uh, just about you know, our prostate health, the dick, Mm -hmm. um, erections, erectile dysfunction, keeping it healthy and sperm. He has a product too called Popstar, which is all about increasing your load and its volume over the long haul. So I am ordering that for sure. Maybe Maybe we'll do a giveaway for that coming up. Yes, who doesn't want a way to me too? Bigger loads. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, on our enough on our TikTok at Tags Podcast, I posted a little clip of something that he said. And he said, the more that studies are showing that the more you ejaculate, the more it's been shown to reduce prostate cancer or your chances of getting prostate cancer cancer, which is so remarkable. And it's like our biggest TikTok to date. I mean, we're at 40,000 views and I just posted this yesterday and people have something to say like, oh, finally I'm up, you know, who's not ejaculating that much already? So we got a lot of people that are in up for it and yeah, but you got to listen to it. Episode 353, check that out. Cody, you went and yes. saw a movie last night. You gave a great review on our Discord channel. I did. But tell us really quickly what the movie was and why you liked it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I hope I got that title right because you never know. It's a long one. So, <laughs> but it was really great. It was mind bending. It was emotional, which I really, really loved. And it had my favorite, one of my favorite actresses in there, Michelle Yeoh. So oh. uh, I love her. I could, she could watch paint dry and I would think it was amazing. So yeah, I, I, Four out of five stars because it was a little trippy at some times. And I thought maybe they could have shaved a couple minutes off of it here and there. But all in all, it was a great, great movie. Say the title again because I love it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everywhere, everything, all at once. That's all I want my sex life to be. (laughs) I mean, come on now. That's a great title. That's a great title all right right. all right well we'll take your word for it and we'll check it out um blake who's watching us live right now says he went to see dr gonzalez when he lived in la that's right he's based in la so hot 
Yeah, I know. It's great to have a doctor that's hot and knows what he's talking about. Kudos to that. I'm all for that. You know, we have an announcement. This is the last time you're going to see us on the Get Vocal platform. Okay. We are not getting rid of the show, y'all. Get Vocal. Get Vocal is is switching over to Vocal. So VOKL.com. And Cody and I have been going through the new platform. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. So many more bells and whistles. I know you guys like to maybe talk to us and see us before we start the show, but now we're going to be backstage (laughs) in our camp. In the way, yeah, it's just going to be fun. There's a lot more perks on the vocal. So you'll want to keep track of our Instagram because sadly, if you are subscribe to get vocal it we mm-hmm. will not transfer over but we will post the link on, on the website textpodcast.com on the day of you'll get the link on our on our instagram at tags podcast yep. and lastly if you're a patreon member you of course will get it um handed to you in a in with white gloves so <laughs> in a golden envelope yes, delivered, honey, by one, yes. delivered by one of the hosts darling <laughs> yes sweetie darling yes of course in our, medicine for tea Right. We've got a lot to get to, though, and we better get going. I think that's all I wanted to announcements wise. You know, sadly, Cody, crime. Let's get to some hot topics and then we'll bring in our special guest. Sadly, crime in New York is on the rise. We all know all you have to do is turn on the news. Mm -hmm. I've been out of the mix for a minute and I'm going to get back into it. But recently in your neck of the woods in Bushwick, Brooklyn, (laughs) A man walked into the gay bar mm-hmm. and poured gasoline and lit a match. I know. So it suffer- So a gay bar in New York City, which is actually Brooklyn, mm-hmm. s- suffered substantial damage from a suspected arson attack over the weekend and is appealing for information to identify the perpetrator. Two people were injured. So this bar, which I was surprised that you didn't know because it's yeah. in your neck of the wood called Rash... R A S H. Interesting name. I mean, like you, not a great name for a bar, a but I'm gonna name. go. We're gonna it go with like it. Sounds like you need an ointment for it. But <laughs> the rash opened up only five months ago in Brooklyn, Bushwick. Like I said, and they posted last night before the party started, someone came into our bar, poured gasoline on the floor, causing an explosion that set the bar aflame. The bar posted on Tuesday. He was wearing a dark hoodie and a backpack and Mm -hmm. immediately ran from the scene. Mm -hmm. Everyone inside made it out, but two people were brought to the hospital and are in stable condition. Um, I'm not sure where the bar stands right now because I didn't really see... I'm hoping they do and i will post this on tags podcast they'd launched a gofundme page to support everyone directly affected our staff who will be out of work for the foreseeable future and eventually the repair of the space so apparently it was quite a bit of damage cody yes i asked you do you even know this bar i oh thank you for putting that cody in the yeah. Oh, no problem. Yeah, because I was going to mention that as well, because it's so important for us to support our community. And they do have a GoFundMe up. And I put it in the, the little bar here. Um, So I did not know it was open and it's around the corner from my house. That's how crazy it is. I feel like I've seen the sign of it, which are their social. I've seen their sign outside. It's not really overt that it's a gay bar or what have you. But it is really, really close to me. And it makes me feel a little worried for walking down. When I walk down the street with my boyfriend, we were just walking home last night from the movie. We were arm in arm. And it gives me a little bit of anxiety when I walk down the street with him. So it's it's makes me concerned a little bit. But I'm I'm hoping that you know, things will go in the direction of us being more safe and more vigilant. And I'm, I'm hoping that this bar will get back on its feet very soon. Number one, though, where was security? I mean, <laughs> you know, how do you bring in a can of, of what was uh-huh. it? Lighter Gasolina. fuel? Gasolina. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to make bars in general, because as we all know, bars and, and spots for the LGBTQ plus a community are considered safe spaces. Yes. You always feel 
you know, we hear of stories all the time and it's always on the streets of sometimes even in the streets at a proxy to our neighborhood, like our neighborhoods even. Mm -hmm. But when you are in one of our establishments, you feel like you're in a safe, a truly safe space. Yeah. Many of the bars that I go to have security inside, out, like outside. Yep. So it begs the question, maybe Rash, you know, how did this guy slip in with these tools to do this destruction? Yeah. And I know you can do that really quick, but... It's gonna maybe pat downs are on maybe pat downs are gonna be a, a thing. Well, you know what? Sorry, yeah. Cody. No, I get no it. No huffing and puffing. Would you rather be safe or would you? I'd rather be pat down by the hot security guard and know that everybody else was patted down. As long as everyone is patted there's down, there's not then... some lighter fluid in the guy behind me. <laughs> exactly. As long know? as it's, it's a uniform across the board i don't see a problem with it but if they're like picking and choosing and kind of uh just stereotyping people then i'm not here for that so i get what you're saying i would rather be safe and if people are pouring gasoline and blowing up things then i would rather be safe but there is a line that that has to be followed and there are precautions and things that have to be followed you know, so. before 9-11, you could just go, like your friends and family could go meet you at the, like, at see the, your, at the, the see your plane. <laughs> we, used to go, we used to go see my grandma take off and uh -huh. from an airline called PSA, which isn't around uh -huh. anymore. I know. You know what? Okay, all right. Long story <laughs> short. Are you ready? Uh -huh. <laughs> I used to work for... Not America. What? Who did I used to work for? U.S. Airways. That's who I used okay. to work for. But they—they. They I was going to say Spirit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, so I used to work for U.S. Airways, but they're uh, United and U.S. Airways at that time bought out PSA. So I know a lot about PSA Airlines. Okay. Yeah. And but life has totally changed now and you you wouldn't even think of that you just yeah. go to the airport by yourself you have to go through security unless you have global entry it's just a whole thing jen says that i used to work at a gay bar in new jersey and after pulse we did pat downs to everyone yeah, yeah i mean pulse was not that long ago it was not and if it can happen in one state it's you know it can happen anywhere so it can happen anywhere so yeah. I'd rather be safe, like you said. Right. And I think, you know, maybe they'll consider that this bar in your neck of the woods and you can let <laughs> us know. Maybe yes. you can get an interview for us. Okay. Maybe I'll I'll hit them up. I looked at their socials and they're not quite open just yet. And they but they are planning on reopening. So Got I will it. keep us abreast. Let them know that we talked about them, that we posted their GoFundMe. Um speaking of airlines, Southwest Airlines, did you work for them, Cody? <laughs> Recently a passenger <laughs> okay. I want to know because you are all, you told me at my house the other day that you are mm -hmm. all about have, wanting to have airport sex. Yeah. You told me that. And I was like, really? Are you talking Underneath about at a layover <laughs> when you're kind of hot and sweaty or when you first get to the airport when I'm usually in a tizzy because I'm running late? I don't know when I could fit this in, but southwest airlines passenger in. a southwest <laughs> airlines passenger was arrested for stroking his cock four times during a flight uh-huh four times after okay. southwest airlines flight 3814 landed in phoenix arizona a female witness sitting next to mcgarity is the name of the culprit was interviewed by phoenix police officers she advised mcgarity um, she advised McGarity exposed his penis by pulling down his pants and shorts and proceeded to masturbate during the first hour of the flight, starting shortly after takeoff. Not after takeoff. Ooh, at least get your I like to get my cocktail before I do any like lascivious things. <laughs> McGarity <laughs> masturbated with his exposed penis in view of the female passenger on four separate occasions using both his left hand and his right hands. I love and the details. I love it. I love the details <laughs> on this. She suspected that McGarity ejaculated because he licked a white substance from his fingers. Oh, oh, yeah. that's just hot. That is. Uh, it is not hot. That is just so no. hot. It sounds like a it's porn gross. movie. I am ready for it. <laughs> well, he is going to be crying his way to prison. Practically, he's um, the complaint. 
states that he is going to be up for FBI contact him and all. I mean, this is to me way too far. And okay. people, people have lost their minds. Lost. Let's, them. let's break this down a little bit. Okay. Because I What's read the breakdown. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and in his mind, he got consent because he asked her if she was okay with him masturbating in front of her. And she said, I guess it's fine. And then she watched for an hour and took pictures. Says, I don't, to do only fans, I don't know what she was doing with these pictures. But regardless, the fact <laughs> is she may have said that, but it's still illegal and, and, and just, I mean, yes, I'm all for getting caught, like having sex. Yes, in the airport, it could be fun to meet somebody. I think that for sure. The Mile High Club, for sure. Yes. I once and was, yeah. I was once, I got upgraded and I was in business class going to Europe. And it was like a really long flight. And there was a guy that I wasn't even really that attracted to. But I swear <laughs> he kept rubbing. With the his, altitude. His, <laughs> his, his, we were so close and our, and our seats went like flat like to a bed uh -huh. and his knee kept hitting my knee Ooh, and i i was getting horny i was getting yeah. horny because a i'm like way up in the sky and i believe me i thought about it but if i did think about it a we were at least in our little confine yeah it was dark That's and i would have used a and i would have used a blanket <laughs> i would have used a blanket like you said Offline. Uh, I was getting there. Go yeah. ahead, get there. <laughs> I have a quick point before we get there. Okay. So, and where was the flight attendant during all of this? There was no beverage service. He just he took he took his penis out. At Maybe that was the stir stick. His penis, <laughs> and, what, and the used... white substance was the it for his coffee. The, yeah, the creme, the crema. <laughs> okay, so yes, that it is illegal. Uh, in his mind, he did get consent, so I'm with him on that. However, I, me personally, I would either go to the bathroom to masturbate, or I would masturbate underneath a blanket like a gentleman. Okay. <laughs> yes. There's yeah, because there's a video out there of a guy that I follow on OnlyFans. I need to re up it because okay. I it, yeah, but he had a whole incident with a guy on a plane and he's like a foot dom no okay. he likes feet so okay. he was like playing with the guy's feet and then was licking them on at the one plane? point on the plane at Love one point it. but they're being very subtle <laughs> and then dicks were out and they were but they were very subtle with like sweatshirts and looking around and i was getting turned on just watching it because they were both consenting adults doing it together now he this woman, no, oh please, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. It's and by the way, she she word. could change her. He doesn't know that she and she, she wouldn't change her change mind. Her mind. You're, you're and right. then you're up Shit's Creek, which he currently is. And I just think it's a bad situation to be Give had. Like, back. <laughs> <laughs> what are the people saying before we get? The people are agreeing with me. <laughs> she watched a whole while, and that was crazy. J uh, that's what Jay said. And Jin says that that is very, very hot. And Jay says, when you were next to that guy and he was rubbing his knee up against yours, he would have grabbed his knee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Quotations yeah, I... around knee. It was very light. I was nervous. I was excited. I was tired. I was all those things that you, I was somewhat drunk because I had a lot of wine. See? There it is. All those, I had watched every movie I could watch and now I was ready for that. And that was like going to be the next best thing. But yeah, why don't, let's get an opinion from Abby. Okay, let's bring and, her in. Let's up. bring her in. Um, Abby, why don't you grab a spot and we'll have you weigh in on this hot topic. She's going to be like, no, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and grab a spot when you can and join the conversation. Abby, um, our special guest, um, has a podcast called Sweet Baby Gay. And let's see if she is gonna grab a spot if not we can go to our next topic uh it isn't letting me click if you oh. refresh it, it go might. ahead and re yeah maybe refresh and okay she's refreshing and we'll get her oh, there we go i think yes refreshing did it 
Hello, hello, Abby. Hi. How you doing? You made it. Hi. We want to welcome so our very adorable. special. Yes, <laughs> our very special guest, Abby of the podcast Sweet Baby Gay. I was a guest on her show um, this week, which I think is going to come out soon, and we yes. had so much fun. Um, Abby, welcome to Tags Live. Hi. Thank you. Yes. So happy to be here. Absolutely. Before we get into it, though, you've been listening to our show. And would you be what would you think if a guy was doing that, like on your row? I'm not a fan. I'm like, no, but I also am just like any stranger. I'm just like, nah, please stay away from me. Type <laughs> of like, attitude towards that. Okay. Uh, so if I like turn around and someone was doing that, I'd be like, Oh, my God, can you please get that away from here? <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm just like, you know no. what the funny thing is? It's probably a recent story, and and it's probably when you have to still wear your mask. So he was masked up, but yet he felt comfortable pulling his pants down. Mm. That's the hilarious yeah, part like, of the whole there thing. It is. There it is. Yeah, um, Abby, you have the podcast, Sweet Baby Gay. Um, what is a, a baby gay, and why did you start the podcast? So um, it was me and my friend started it at first, and we called it Sweet Baby Gay because uh, we both only recently like came out as being queer and everything um mm -hmm. which is like the point of the podcast was to for us to learn about like the community and to also help other people learn about the community which is why we called it sweet baby gay because we we're like we're baby gays and we're trying to bring our baby gays towards towards us Aww. and everything yeah and so that was with my friend when we first started it in november um but she's no longer doing it anymore and so yeah well, it's now just me and i bring people on to talk well we are no uh, stranger to changes on our show. We had different hosts before. Now yeah. I've got Cody here, which we love. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, one of the things I love about Sweet Baby Gay, I've been listening to it this week, a lot of the episodes, is you are, you. we were talking about it offline. You're a millennial on the cusp of a millennial and Gen Z. Yeah. And so young. And people of a certain age are always saying, the gays, you got, you got to teach our history. And I love that your show, I mean, you've talked about Audre Lorde, famous, infamous author on yeah. your show. You do history of women's history, all kinds of historical things. And I think that's what's so important and makes your show so great. Yeah, um, I started doing that. So we've had two of those episodes. And so I'm trying to do one a month. Um, and last, my last episode, I had my partner on with me where we both learned about a person in history and then like taught each other about it. And um, oh, I think that just, yeah, that just like went along with us, me like wanting to learn more and like kind of my way of doing that. And um, so, yeah, it's been really fun. We try so far, we've done it in February and March. And so we also like kept it with the um, like purpose of that month. So in February we did, uh, we like dedicated to black history month. And then uh, in March we did women Right. Absolutely. I love it. It's so great. Cody, you yeah. had a question. I did. Um, so I was listening to your podcast and I was just wondering, so you're a baby gay, right? How do you identify? And can you tell me a little bit about what's about your identity and uh, your baby gay identity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I like still consider myself baby gay or not. I came out. Uh, so I've known I was gay since I'm bisexual. Recently, I've been moving towards pansexual as more of an identity okay. for myself, but um, bisexual, I when I say bisexual, I'm saying it as like an umbrella term. Um, and so I realized I was gay maybe in like high school, kind of, um, but I didn't mm -hmm. come out until the beginning of the pandemic. And okay. um, so since then, I came out when I ended my last relationship. And since then, I like spent some time just like kind of figuring that out and getting myself kind of like acquainted with the idea of like being queer. I want to, I want to ask a little bit more about the difference between pansexual and bisexual. There's a reality star. He just came out. Um, he's the former international USA. Cody, you know, him, David Barta, right? Oh, yes. you're, I watched you're watching that show his now. <laughs> and he came out as pansexual recently. He, he told Instagram followers that coming out to his uh, religious family had been hard. Um, but can you talk to us a little bit about the difference between pan and bisexual? Yeah. Um, so it's very different to everybody and it's like hard for people to understand. Um, 
because in reality there's no difference like on the when you look at someone like I'm attracted to the same people that bisexuals are attracted to um me saying when I'm say pansexual um the difference is is like how those people think about it and so um the reason I decided to move towards pansexual was me and my partner in a conversation about what we looked for in porn and mm -hmm. I realized that I kind of looked for actions more than like um and, and was like my partner was looking uh, like more descriptive like words and everything whereas I was using like an action that they were doing and it's because I am more attracted to like how someone is behaving and how someone's like moving their body and interacting with you and less of how it looks which is why I say pansexual sometimes over okay. bisexual and that makes so that's so really so just how you think about it yeah we were talking offline, Cody and I, about that, and I heard something that you said in one of your podcasts that you said, you know, you're more interested in the vibe of somebody, the attraction, versus how they look or what gender they are and, and what term. And I thought, wow, that's really how I am maybe now is I'm, I'm really into a vibe that I get with people versus who I see on the apps and who the apps tell me I should really like. And that really resonated with me. So I, that's a really good way of differentiating pansexual to say maybe bisexual. Um, but I understand that they definitely have overlapping um, yeah, components. Yeah. Which is why for so long I was saying bisexual and I even still say bisexual because I'm like to people that I don't feel like describing. Most people don't know what pansexual is unless they're in the queer community. So normally I just don't want to explain that to people half the time. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm bisexual. You know what that means. You kind of don't need to know anymore. Like more easily digestible, I guess. Oh my gosh. Yes. My mother, <laughs> when I came out as bisexual, my mother like didn't like that. I, she was, or she was like, at least actually, I don't like that word. And I was just like, that <laughs> really? is from ignorance yeah and like my mom's very supportive she just sometimes she has to like digest things a little more and she, uh -huh. I so like I've had to have conversations with her of like that's weird that you're saying that you shouldn't say that and also mm -hmm. they're the same thing different shade there's like a um uh only guy quote that they say it's like same thing different shape <laughs> I love it Yes, yes, yes. So I was listening again, I was listening to your podcast. And one thing that really stepped struck out with me was that you are you just moved in with your partner. Yeah. How is that going? And what has been your experience? What are some of the challenges? Tell me all about it, girl. Yeah. Well, well, um, why are you asking that question, Cody? Because <laughs> I just moved in with mine, and girl, it's been rough. Girl. <laughs> no. How long did you move in? It's been a learning experience, and it's been wonderful. How long, Cody? Let's move in together. We moved in a month ago. Oh my gosh, okay. it's been a month and five days. We moved in wow. March first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my partner's actually listening. I sent them the Hi. the links, and they're on and everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we. We're planning on moving in in June. We're planning on getting a place together. Um, mm. And because right now I do have a roommate and then okay. some stuff was coming up financially that we were like, it might make more sense if you just go ahead and move in because they weren't on a lease. They were uh, it, like renting a room from a friend. Mm -hmm. um, and so we just decided that they should just go ahead and move in to save us both some money because we were planning on moving out. But now we're going to stay in this apartment and my roommate's going to move out. Okay. Um, so that's like how we were planning on moving in June. We just kind of a little bit and it's honestly been really nice. We kind of already were spending every night together um, yeah. pretty much like just, and we both have dogs. I think that's the biggest thing is like we were, that we weren't living together for a while because we each had our own dogs at separate houses and have had to like just commute back constantly when we we're staying nights together. And um, so it's really like fixed that. I think that, we're excited to have more space when my roommate moves out because we're very jam packed in my room right now. I think yeah. that's like the, our struggle right now, but that should hopefully be getting a little different soon. Oh, well, yeah, I love I that you have the you dogs. I love that you have dogs <laughs> and do the, A, do the dogs get along? They do now. They love each other. Um, okay. My dog has issues. My dog is, um, so my dog's a lab uh, pit mix. He's like laying in my bed right now. Um, uh -huh. And then uh, their dog is 
a pointer mixed with a pit. I'd have to ask them. There's like another one in there. Um, and my dog has like boundary issues. He like doesn't, or like guarding issues. And so at first we were like really scared. We were like, oh my gosh, we got to like take this so slow. But now like it took like less than a week and my dog and him were able to just share bones and like walk around. My dog does want to hump him a lot. <laughs> a lot. That's really annoying. <laughs> like, there's like, but stop? that's a dog thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just about territory, which it's we can all gross. relate to. It's, it's so gr- yeah. gross. I'm so glad my, my Chow Chow never did. He just never had that gene in him. He was very reserved and yeah. Looking but, at their little penises come out, it's disgusting. It's so I don't, yeah, I know. I I can hear here on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you, well, I was gonna you say mentioned... we've actually had it where like we were like having like sex and everything, and then the dog started humping, and I was like, we gotta put them away. Like this is not okay. We can't have this in there. Not getting a dog anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and it has like made it so my dog gets tired. Like my dog was not was so energetic and now i'm seeing that my dog's an old man because he's like getting all of his energy out i love it well we talked about your partner who you list his name reed um who on one of the episodes i was listening to that he was co-hosted with you says he's Mm non-binary queer and black and how does that work how did you guys meet and how does that work um being pansexual and did you have to talk about your you know how you identify to see if this could work um not really so uh their pronouns are they them because they're non-binary and we didn't really have much conversations around are we attracted to each other because we met on tinder so we swiped on each other and we're like very obviously okay. attracted to each other um i'd say that i definitely didn't know as much about like non-binary and what that meant and what that was like for them until I started dating them. Like I knew about non-binary new pronouns and everything, but I think that that's the one thing is like having to talk about like learning what that is. And that's just something I had never really experienced until they like taught me about it. And um, so there's that. And then they definitely are a lot more, uh, when we met, we're a lot more like experienced in the community so i think it was a lot more of me learning about myself through that so but we didn't really have to have the conversation of like are you attracted to me are you you are am i attracted to you because i'm (laughs) you both swiped right and yeah (laughs) we both swiped right we're we both are attracted to all genders and so we didn't really have to even talk about that okay that's fantastic. I love that. Don't, Don't fast, fast forward. forward. Who are we? Not well podcast. <laughs> just a couple of just having a cocktail. Just two cream pies from Columbus, Ohio. Politics, news, celebrities, gossip, our lives, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and conspiracy theories. Are you a millennial? You're going to love it. What's better than that? We talk about everything. Slay, honey queen. Gooped and gagged and bootsing the house down. Shantae, you stay. Oh, that's trademark. I don't give a f- Anyway, listen to us every Wednesday, 9 a.m. We come out with a new episode so you can just be cheered up for the week. And if you don't wake up at 9 like me, you can listen later. So make sure you tune in and make sure you follow us. Come listen to us, please. Link you. Love you. Love you. Why wouldn't you listen to us? Not Well Podcast, every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Um, I kind of want to get a little bit personal, if it's okay. <laughs> I will answer anything. <laughs> um, so as far as I'm, I'm really curious about your relationship. Are you guys exclusive? How do you identify as far as that is concerned? So we are identifying as non non monogamous. Um, okay. which has been a little different for us because so when we officially became in a really got in a relationship i addressed to them i was like i kind of with the word i used was polyamory i was like i would like to be polyamorous oh and um it's because i didn't know i was mixing up my words um and the reason was is i was like i'm newly out you're queer we mm-hmm. both know that we're not gonna not be attracted to someone i'd rather this not i'd rather us be able to stay together and still have those opportunities um then we had more of a conversation. I was like, oh, no, not polyamory, actually not uh, non-monogamous is okay. what we moved towards. And 
what's really been happening is we've more been seeing people not together, but like we've been seeing the same person. Um, okay. And I think that's a little easier for us because we spend so much time together that it's like hard for us to make connections outside of one another. And when you um, say that you're seeing the same person, do you mean um, you separately are seeing different people or you are? So we're both open to like seeing other people separately from each other. Um, right. So we both so far, anyone that we have been sexually involved with, we both have been sexually involved with. So we, whether that is together or separately, that has okay. been our experience think, so yeah. far. Like neither of us have branched out and met someone else without the other. We have like been on Tinder and like flirted and stuff like that, but nothing has come of it besides that without the other being there. And that's not saying that that's not going to happen. That's just like how it's been for us so far, because that's how kind of we communicate and everything. I love, right? I love that. Yeah. My whole thing is I'm like, if anyone's becomes in a, an important person in my partner's life, I don't want them to be separate from me. Not necessarily that I want to also have that relationship with them. I just don't want to feel like they have something outside or like two separate lives. And I don't want to feel that way either. I don't want to have to get away from my partner. And I would rather them like naturally have a whatever relationship they would have if I were to like find someone. That is so emotionally I... mature. I'm I'm sorry, you're not a baby gay anymore. <laughs> you are an... <laughs> it's a and lot what... of conversation. <laughs> that sure sounds is. very polyamorous to me. I mean um and actually we should just bring up um we are live and mm -hmm. blake yeah. who's watching us live says so what is the difference between poly and non-monogamous um at least in your mind abby yeah so polyamorous means that you are having multiple relationships like romantic relationships whereas like non-monogamous more means that you're having sex outside of your um relationship and so we're looking for a committed partner, another committed partner that we're going to be dating, we would both, the one person we're both seeing right now is like a long-term friend that we both every once in a while, like sleep with. Um, so the, the difference is, is like what that relationship looks like. So we aren't trying to build a life with any, like anyone else. We're not trying to include someone in our like life planning. We are maybe looking for like friends that we could sleep with. Right. And so, so he was responding. It, it sounds like a non-monogamous is like most gay men or open, <laughs> open relationships. But yeah. I would, the one thing I would say though, is that you're seeing the same person. Sometimes yeah. open relationships can mean, and I guess it's, it, it gets down to how communication and how each, yeah. each pairing defines it. It can be different. Yep. Some people could see different people, which could be considered an open relationship. Others could be seeing the same and it's evolving too, which is what I hear coming out of you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so non-monogamous is like kind of also a general overlapping term. So polyamory is non-monogamous. Non-monogamous is anything that's not monogamy. So um, that could include open relationships. Open relationships, I'd say I don't really like that um, term because it kind of implies like no rules, no like not even rules because that's not really great to like have rules but like boundaries yeah. mm -hmm. um when you say open relationship it's kind of like do what you want i don't care um whereas like boundaries are very important it's very important to like build trust around them mm -hmm. um and so there's so many different ones the same way there's so many different types of polyamory there it's like i wouldn't even know half the terms because there's so many different dynamics because it's really different for every for every couple yeah i Absolutely. couldn't agree more i love yeah. that yeah, it's also weird because once you kind of get into that community, you realize how many people are in that community, <laughs> and like, <laughs> how many you like will see someone and it's like an old friend. You're like, oh wait, you're not monogamous too. Oh my gosh, like it's it's like I, at least where I'm at, it's like so many people are like that now. I love it. Well, you know, I wanted to um, talk really quickly about you know, there's such this effort. We talk about the don't say gay bill in Florida. We talked briefly on your show when I was a guest on your show. There's this effort now to ban all kinds of books um, this particular year, which is crazy. Um, I really think what you're doing as a podcaster, though, is really educating. And because you can't, at least as of now, ban podcasts. And yeah. what's your take on what you're seeing happening around the country for 
baby gaze, if you will. And how are you taking that on with your show? Um, so the, real quick, that kind of put a little side note to me in my head of like, yeah, they're not banning podcasts. But fun fact, my podcast showed up on a background check of myself because it had the word gay in it. And that was like blacked oh, out on my wow. um, background Why? check and everything. Yeah, I was like, because it was for work and it was just a, like a background check for a new client. And I was like, what? And so the, it had just pictures of my podcast and the word queer and the words gay were blacked out. And those were the only words blacked out. And like, of course, that didn't stop me from like getting this client or everything. I was just like, but I was like, why does that show up on my background check as sexually explicit? Wow. I, I just don't get it. So yeah, they can't ban podcasts, but it's still showing up like that. That I, and it's, I'm just curious how else that's going to show up. Um, you know and, what? You're right. And I just think it's maybe a matter of time, but I hope it's not knock on wood. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not even really explicit on my podcast. Like I kind of would like to be more, but I also am just like, I, I also want to be approachable from like younger for younger um, queers and everything. Sure. Um, so I was like, I'm not even explicit. I'm not like, yes, we curse on my podcast, but we're not like being graphic or anything. So I just didn't understand why it showed up. Um, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm in a bubble because I'm in Richmond. And so Richmond's very, queer uh, very friendly and everything and my sister and richmond new are... jersey right no actually richmond virginia sorry R virginia <laughs> sorry yeah yes rich i didn't know there was a richmond in new jersey oh yeah um, no there isn't no sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah richmond virginia um and and i also have like two siblings that are in high school and all of their friends are coming out as not even coming out they just like are queer in their own way which i think is great and i think that that's becoming more acceptable in a lot more country like in a lot more areas and everything but it seems that it's kind of scaring the like older generation don't like it and like i do have a lot of friends still homophobic and they freak out about it and they agree with the don't say gay and i think it's because people it's just a backlash and it's just and I don't, I don't know. Do you know any of the books that are being banned? Because I don't know any of the titles. Yeah. One of the books that I think is a prominent book, I was just looking this up right now, is, uh, let me get this list here, because it was Gender Queer, um, a memoir by Maya Kobabe. I've heard of this book. Um, Out of Darkness is another book. Uh, the, yep. Yeah. Uh, the hate you give, um, all boys aren't the blue. Hate you give, lawn boy. These are all titles that have something related to our LGBTQI, and they're being banned left and right. But I think you just touched on a whole important subject that just you know with podcasts. And I love what you're doing though, because talking about Audrey Lord, famous yeah. lesbian author, on your show is doing us right on sweet baby oh, yeah. gay yeah um and actually i'm starting um hopefully next week i'll be recording this i have one friend who um i'm bringing on to do book clubs um every month um so maybe i actually Ooh. will try to get some of these banned books in there and everything um so right now i finished the book um summer suns which is um is written by a queer artist and also has like a gay man in it and everything and uh we're going to talk about that on an episode. And so maybe my next one will be one of the band books. That'd be kind of fun. Well, we'll Cody and I will join the book club yes, for sure. We yeah. Yes, we will. Um, maybe yeah, we should, yeah, if y'all want, let's all read one of these. Let's pick one and all let's read it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. I'm doing a book club thing here too. So yes, and we I were. Yeah, on our Discord, we were talking Jin, about it. Yes. Jin also has a great book that he's suggesting watching us now. So um, we got to keep that in mind. Well, all right. We want, um, we we're hoping you'll play a fun game with us, a couple yes. of games. Oh, and I love games. this is going to be so fun because you talked about you and your partner like to do hypotheticals. And I'm assuming you just do this for fun when you guys yeah. are just hanging out. Well, we thought Constantly. we'd play a game called Would You Rather? And this is going to be related to love and sex questions. There's a series of 100. I'm not going to tell anybody where we got these from, but there's some really <laughs> juicy ones. Cody and I will go back and forth and we'll all um, play along. You guys play along and listening live. 
All right, I'll start it off. And the first question is, would you rather orgasm every single time you entered a grocery store or never orgasm during sex? Would you rather orgasm every single time you entered a grocery store or never orgasm during sex? Cody, you, what would your response be? So I would rather always orgasm when I yes. go into a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> because never being able to orgasm during sex sounds horrible. And I mean, if I don't want to orgasm, I can just order Instacart. But if I really need one really bad, I don't, and I'm walking on the street, I can just walk into a grocery store. <laughs> well, you know, and I have a good one actually. Currently, I have two, well, one of them, I'll keep it to one. Currently, there's a guy that I'm, I flirt with, I say hi to downstairs. Uh -huh. I live, I live atop Whole Foods. And he and I always, he broke, he, he ruptured his knee. I broke my ankle. Oh. And so we have that in common and we, we've been, he's been checking in on me. So if I orgasmed every single time I saw him, which I'm totally attracted to him, it would be a good thing. It would be like, I'm ready for another orgasm. Let's go get a carton of milk. And I'd be there. I need All some right. magic. See, <laughs> that is a whole nother thing. Would you rather have somebody to go have sex with at the grocery store that works there or? <laughs> Abby, what would you pick? Definitely the grocery store. As uh, a woman, we already have a hard time or I already have a hard time orgasming every time I have sex. I would love to just be able to go to the grocery store and have an orgasm every time. Like <laughs> That actually sounds good to me. <laughs> I love no, it. I well, while you pick the next one, um, Jace says I would shop all the time. Jin says grocery store. Blake says I'd take the grocery store. You could put some pads in your underwear if needed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're making many runs, um, grocery store for sure. Daddy says, love it. Thank you for yeah. playing. All right, Cody, go. So this one is really funny. Would you rather have sex with someone who's stays completely still like a starfish or stays completely silent like they're studying for finals read that again would you rather have sex with someone who stays completely still like a starfish arms spread out like <laughs> like this or would you rather have them completely silent like they're studying for finals aren't those similar well if you're still then you can still make make sound but if you're if you're making sound then you're not and but you're oh. not moving okay abby what what would I'd you go pick? for i'd rather than be silent uh i would <laughs> rather than be silent i like because also if you're like if they're standing still like if they're completely still and you're on top and everything like how much noise are they really making i i don't know i'd rather them just be silent and helping me out and moving along <laughs> Yeah, we live in New York and people are pounding on the walls if you get too loud. So I choose silent for sure. You because, would choose silent? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would totally choose. Uh, I would ha rather have them stay still because like Jay says, I can do all the work. <laughs> no, I want them to do the work. And, but I love and a good moaner. I love a good moaner. There are a lot of people that like that too. If you think about putting bondage in there and then it's like they're kind of forced to stay still and people love that. So Okay, you guys, this is a really good one. And I've thought about this one before. Would you rather be terrible in bed or a terrible kisser, Abby? Uh, oh man, that's hard. I don't get how you could be one over the other. Like, how could you be well you bad? know how some people well, so oh, I know. It is true. That is a good point, Abby, because it's hard to find good kissers out there. And you just assume it's kind of like one of those dancing things. Like, if they're a good dancer, you, you're pretty certain they're going to be good in bed. Yeah. Typically. If someone's a terrible kisser, I don't think I would really get to bed. Like, I've had people kiss me where I'm like, I need you to step away from me this second. Like, I... I don't think I get to the bedroom after that. Oh. But then also Final I answer. I'm gonna go with bad kisser. I'm gonna go with bad kisser. Is what I'd rather be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I'd rather be bad in bed because 
Because that's sort of subjective sometimes. I mean, maybe I've been, you know, maybe I just lied there and that's not for everyone. <laughs> Some people you like the last Maybe I'm smart-pushing. <laughs> but kissing really ignites everything to me. Kissing, you can do outside. It's not just in the bedroom. Kissing is magnetic. It's magical. When you lock lips with somebody that's a really good kisser, it's like fireworks for me. And you can be on the dance floor, you can be out in public, you uh -huh. could be in the bedroom. So I want to be known for being a better kisser than than the other one. This one is really hard because I'm amazing at both. So yeah, right. Can we check your room? <laughs> Girl, look at my Yelp, okay? <laughs> it's all over there. So I, I think I would rather also be a bad kisser. No, no, no. I would rather be bad in bed because, That's... like Steve said, I would rather... Kissing is just so... It's such an integral part of, of, of a connecting with someone, I feel like. So I would rather be bad in bed. Y'all might have convinced yeah. me to change. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm also just thinking about it and like... The power of tags podcast. Kissing's <laughs> also really good during sex. Like, yeah. you can be having oh. sex and then have a really good kiss. So maybe you're having bad sex. So you kiss go from a D to a C at least. Yeah, yeah. And you can and you kiss someone's body and make them come and they, they're going to be so happy. And so you can find other ways. That's to, right. Yeah. And you spend well, more time kissing than you do having sex. 100%. Yeah. What's, what are people saying, Cody, before you pick your next one? The people are saying that they would rather be, James says he would rather be a terrible kisser. Jay says he would rather be a terrible kisser as well. Blake says he would rather be bad in bed. As a good kisser, you get them into bed and then at least have bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's kind of a math. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. At least you nab them first. Too. <laughs> I don't know what kind of bad sex we're talking about. Like, are we talking about just the starfishing again? Because... I think for I think yeah a lot of people think that just starfishing is bad sex and they're they're kind of deadbeat in bed or they don't do much or they do the same thing or yeah, yeah. but at some point everybody's bad in sex because you get tired of them oh oh my <laughs> goodness D wow sorry I, I don't agree with that. This is the two people just, that just moved in with their partners. I know, <laughs> I know. I, that's why I said it, <laughs> Cody. Uh, um. Go ahead and read one more because then we got to okay. get to our thirst trap. If yes, we have, maybe we'll do perfect. two more. This is perfect for thirst Make trap. Make it juicy. Okay. Would you rather have sex with your biggest celebrity crush or your favorite porn star? Abby, do you watch porn? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have like favorite a favorite. A favorite? Okay. I can pick another one. I would start rather sleep with my celebrity crush. That's like easy to be. I'm like, well, yeah. then she's gonna be a uh, celebrity crush. Yeah, who's we don't like, want no, it to be too let's easy. Let's follow up, Cody. Okay. Who's your celeb crush? Ooh, for me, I'm thinking about yeah. so many different people at this point. I'm like, uh, they're all women. <laughs> I don't have any male celebrity crushes. It's like Kristen Stewart, Gabby Dunn. Uh, I'm like thinking of random people. All women. Yeah, all my like celebrity crushes are women. I love that. Mm, okay, those are some good ones. Kristen Stewart, yeah, hot. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an easy one for me because I would definitely pick celebrity crush because it's to me, it's every single time you watch porn, I'm kind of having sex with them. I'm seeing them doing the deed, and I'm in there with them. They're mm -hmm. fucking me in that scene so i'm already kind of doing it in my mind and if you think oh. about it everything's in your mind i don't your celeb crushes we don't get to see them doing all these kinds of things so currently i'm watching a telenovela because i'm trying to brush up on my spanish my mom got me into it okay and there are like five telenovela soap opera mexican superstars on there that they all take off their shirts and i want to sleep with every one of them i'm following them on instagram <laughs> i have the, these major crushes i i was looking at one earlier and like man i would love to sleep with him and there's like four others that i would like to sleep with so that's definitely my final answer <laughs> okay so i disagree with you guys i would rather have sex with a, the porn star because 
like you said before, you wanted to check my references. I have checked their references. I know <laughs> I know what they are capable of and I know what's going on down there. With the celebrity crush, you don't necessarily know what you're going to get. So it's a mixed bag. So they could be a bad kisser. They could be a starfish. So I'm like really curious about what celebrities are bad in bed. Not that I feel like <laughs> any of them should get called out. Absolutely not. But like to me, mind if you're a celebrity you have to be having good sex which is like probably not true it's definitely probably not true and (laughs) i've actually i've actually had sex not to brag here but i mean i've had had sex with a couple porn stars it was you know it was a lot easier it was yeah it was a lot easier back in the day when they used to be all on rent boy Uh back in the day we're talking like I don't know, six or seven years ago before OnlyFans, many porn stars had Rent Boy accounts and you could find them on there and you could easily rent them out and try them out that way. Now they're all on OnlyFans and they don't really do that as much. So it's that much harder. You almost have to like vie for a space to do one of their scenes and they have to agree to it. And it's this whole thing and you have to subscribe to them. It's that much harder. There's a whole lot of work. I agree with you. I have had sex with a porn star as well. Porn star in quotation marks, but it was before he actually got started in porn. So yeah. And it was it was amazing. <laughs> oh. I love oh it. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I would say I've only recently though started like exploring like following porn stars on Instagram and stuff and like that you can actually start seeing. Cause I think that's to me why I haven't had like a favorite porn stars. Cause I like to see someone's personality and that's how I get attracted to them. Okay. I've only recently been like, I could start following these people. Like, why do I have, <laughs> why do I feel like I can't, they're like, they're not, I can't just see the rest of their lives. And so I've started to like, who should I follow? And who should I like? I got a list watching? for you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love this game. We'll continue playing it. Thanks for playing Abby. One final game. I hope you avoid in on this we do this every week it's called thirst trap um this porn site does pick um they pick how many people cody this week it is 21 gay porn stars i put it in the link there who took the best photo or video and it's our job to descriptively describe who gets our pick of the week i'll start things off it was a good week of picks i have to say uh, wouldn't you agree cody better than last week no i think this week last week was better but okay okay (laughs) i'm gonna go with because i had dr joshua gonzalez on this week and he talked about ejaculating and the importance of ejaculation i have to pick sir peter because he is midway down and i'm saluting his sir as we speak with cum dripped out of it and it's thick and juicy and his dick is thick and juicy and he's got like this great facial hair and look on his face that says come get it and that gets my pick of the week so <laughs> abby are you scared to play this game or what <laughs> a little bit this is kind of cracking me up though i'm like i like pulled it up and i, and I had this moment of like Oh no, pop up, pop up stuff. No, and then I was like, "Wait, you no, wanted a list, Abby? Here, here's here's the start I, to your list. We'll make Abby go last. <laughs> we'll give Abby a minute to weigh in if she even wants to. No pressure, Abby. No pressure. Um, Cody, go ahead. So I, uh, Jen just put Spoon was his pick, and Spoon was my pick. And wait, the I guy's went. name is Spoon. <laughs> It's a, he's got a fat ass and a bad name. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but he was my pick because his his butt is very juicy. But then I looked at the video, Tanner Reed's video. He's about halfway down. He's right under Travis Stevens and Chris Andy. And it's Tanner Reed, I guess, is giving the blowjob. And uh, it, he it he's uh I guess the guy is ejaculating and <laughs> he's he is in, ejaculating into Tanner Reed's mouth and he is it's just really hot. He's he's swallowing it and it's it's amazing. So I'm changing mine right now, right here, it. right now. Okay. <laughs> love it. Thanks for that. Daddy says Tony Goodfella. Okay. What's Tony doing in the picture? He's a video. Oh, okay. 
Do you have one? Ab- oh, I see. Oh, it's all about his ass. Oh, yeah, it's ass. Oh, and then he turns around and he shows his dick and he wiggles it. Oh, I like that's a good one. Um, Abby, are you playing this game? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will for the fun of it. I'm going to go with the one right underneath that Sheen Ford, mostly because like that looks like it took he's he was really working to keep in that position. I don't know why. Everyone else just picked it out. That's a good position. Yeah, he's sitting oh, like, yeah. on his like kneeling. Um, yeah, dicks out and very sexy abs of steel. Love it. Yeah, I think he's like flexing all right there and he's like really holding yeah. himself up. And I'm like, <laughs> love it. Who else are people saying? Cody? <laughs> Cody, who are the people saying? Get off of there. <laughs> James says Ricky Donovan, who I told you I had a tremendous crush on for the longest time. If I didn't have a boyfriend, I would go to him and his husband and say, Can I be your third? Um, <laughs> and good old Angel says Jace. And um, I guess that's Angel. Who is Angel? Okay, well, will you figure that out? I want to thank our special guest because we're running out of time. Yeah. Abby, thank you so much of Sweet Baby Gay Podcast. Yeah. Sweet Baby Gay Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast, correct? And yes. how else can people follow you? Yeah, we're also on Instagram, um, Sweet Baby Gay Pod. And that's Sweet the only baby. social media I really use. I love it. We'll list that all on tagspodcast.com when this comes out. I want to thank you so much. Thanks for thank joining you, what you're doing. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. This like cracked me up, this game, all these games. <laughs> <laughs> this will be out tomorrow, of course, where you get your podcast and the audio format as well as on YouTube. So check us out. Follow us at Tags Podcast. Follow my co-host at Mr. Maurice, at Mr. Maurice on Instagram, or he's a life coach at KMD Coaching. Thanks, guys. So much fun. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Good night.